humans evolve to be in motion together. Um, move every day and look for other people who are practicing movement in their daily lives and build a connection over that. The Life in Motion podcast is brought to you by Actual Outdoors. They help build beautiful brands that highlight the approachable and authentic parts of outdoor recreation. Said simply, they keep it real. Learn more at actualoutdoors.com. This is a Life in Motion audio experience, a podcast about travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up and welcome to episode 187 of Life in Motion. I've got Ryan with me from Rose City Track Club. They provide a supportive and inclusive team-based training platform for runners and help conduct accessible foot races for athletes of all abilities. I'm excited to hear his story and how they're hitting the ground running. Ryan, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you, Jeremy. It's great to be uh, here with you and chatting about uh, my favorite sport, running. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you on um, and definitely, you know, what what all you all are doing um, over there. But before we do that, uh, as you mentioned, your favorite sport, let's kind of talk about, you know, your background story, you know, um, where are you from, how you got in, involved with running, kind of what was that that story, that journey that led to, you know, what, what you're doing uh, today? Yeah, um, I'm born and raised in Portland, Oregon. Um, and I'm an unlikely runner. Uh, I didn't start running until after college. Um, growing up, I was actually uh, the opposite of an athlete. Um, I never played any organized uh, sport. I never uh, had any experiences training with an athletic community. Through the sport of running, I actually lost 100 pounds. Uh, so there's kind of a wellness uh, journey through running as well. Um, I think that running is more than just, you know, movement. Um, it's more than just exercise. I, I've discovered that running is a, an, a vehicle for us to achieve our best version of ourselves or, or strive towards that. So that's how I fell in love with running. Um, and the moment I fell in love with running really was my first ever uh, race. Uh, it was the Bend half marathon in Bend, Oregon. And that was the first time I uh, got to experience what it feels like to race in a, in a community of, of, a, of competitive group um, in an environment that is just beautiful and out in nature. So that, that's, that was the moment that I knew I was hooked. Yeah. That's so, and, it, and it's interesting that, you know, you, you started, um, you know, after college or whatnot, uh, and, and, you know, you mentioned, you know, obviously the, the health factors of it and, and losing weight, what, you know, you mentioned, you know, you got hooked on that first race, but what I guess inspired you to, I guess, start, you know, working towards that goal in the first place. Um, because, you know, for, for a lot of people, you know, uh, shying away from, from running is, is pretty easy and it does take, um, uh, you know, that, that personal commitment to do that. Um, and, uh, not that I've necessarily done it myself. I'm more of a bike rider, but I have a friend who's, uh, kind of in the same or was in the same situation. And, you know, he was, uh, he's lost a ton of weight, but he runs all the time now. And, you know, five years ago, you would have never thought that he would have stepped foot on the ground. So kind of what was that catalyst um, for for you to get started? Ironically, it was through uh, a spinning class, uh, you know, where I, uh, I discovered, you know, just the love of endurance in general. I had um, a role model who was an Ironman triathlete 
who inspired me and helped me discover just a love for um, breaking a sweat, the spiritual aspect of endurance. That's where I fell in love with endurance. And, and through that journey, I, I started to experiment with running. I did a couch to 5K type of program. Uh, and I, I met a running role model. Um, and he pushed me to register for my first race. And I didn't know what to expect. Uh, but if it weren't for that uh, running role model uh, who encouraged me to join, I wouldn't have discovered um, that love for racing. So I think it all boils down to relationships um, and looking for connections with people who want to share the sport with you. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. And that's that's definitely like a, a an interesting perspective in that sense as well, because you know, kind of, uh, you know, when, when people think of running, you know, that especially doing, doing races and things like that, um, I, and I could be wrong, but I feel like the majority of them don't necessarily, um, maybe think about that, that part of it, that aspect, that kind of community that you build within it, you know, obviously, you know, once again, there's the health benefit, but there's this whole, whole community around it that kind of helps, um, you know, helps with that. So it's, so it's cool that, that you found that. So, you know, obviously that was kind of your, your first, uh, you know, the building up to that race and, and, and working hard for that. Um, cause I'm sure that wasn't something that just happened overnight. Um, it, it was, it, was it mainly kind of, you know, that being able to push yourself in the community that made you say, Oh, I want to push myself harder for this next one. Or kind of like, what was the, the journey of the transition after that first, um, that first kind of milestone, if you will. You know, after the first uh, race, I crossed the finish line and my first reaction was, um, I want to do this again. Uh, <laughs> how do I get started? Um, I started looking at more structured uh, training plans too. And that was uh, crucial. Um, once I started, you know, training it more purposely, I, fall in, I fell in love with the process of training and the lifestyle of training. Um, the structure that provides in, you know, the, the daily and the weekly routine and completing a training cycle. Um, and I use that to, you know, move me towards my next event, um, which was, uh, you know, like a, a, a road marathon. Um, so I, I would say that having those events on the calendar and building um, a training cycle is what took it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, and it's cool. You know, there's, there's, you know, as you keep on mentioning, you know, there's, there's the different kind of layers that, that seem to, to go along with that, um, and, and kind of many different, many different ways. So, and, uh, you know, from what I understand, you know, up, up kind of where you're from, you know, I'm sure there's a, a fairly decent running community, I guess, uh, you know, with a small company that's around that area. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So, so that, that's cool that, you know, it's kind of vibrant in that way. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, as mentioned, you, know, you fell in love with the the community that, you know, the ha um, health aspects, the kind of structure that came with, with training for that, um, you know, I guess at, at what point or, or did, did kind of things change or when did you come across, um, you know, Rose, Rose City Track Club as far as to kind of expand that and, and almost kind of, um, you know, share that same love and that passion that, that you found with running um, through others in a sense? I trained solo for years. 
after uh, that first race. Um, and it wasn't until I ran into somebody wearing a Rose City Track Club singlet at a local race where I began to think about joining a running community. And I kind of let it simmer for a little bit. I, I thought about it, uh, but I didn't take action until during the pandemic. When, and it was during the early stages of the pandemic when we weren't connecting with each other in person. And I joined the club, you know, just to build connections with teammates virtually. Um, so we were, you know, I was lucky enough to be accepted into the club. And then we were doing a lot of uh, virtual uh, races and connecting via Zoom and, um, you know, small one-on-one -on -one gatherings. Um, and I was unsure where that would lead. I began to realize though that, Hey, when this, when the worst of this pandemic is behind us, I'll have a head start with this community. And once we're gathering together in person again, th this is a, a group of people that I can fall into. And that's exactly what happened. Um, so fast forward to today and, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, starting this year off as president of uh Rose city track club. Uh, I have, um, you know, we're a nonprofit 501 C three with almost a hundred members. We've wow. grown a lot over the years. Yeah. That's well, it's, it's cool. You know, um, obviously not to shut down everything, but, but to be able to find that community during that time, um, and, and build those, those relationships, obviously around the, the same, uh, passion that, that you shared with them. And then obviously, you know, how, how that, that changed obviously for, for a good, you know, once, once kind of everything went back to normal, but, you know, to kind of still, still keep, keep that going in that sense. So like as a, you know, obviously a, a big part of what you all do, um, at least, you know, going to the website and stuff is helping with, you know, the kind of, I guess the competitive nature of it from, from my understanding. Um, I guess what, what does that look like from, from, a uh, I guess a team standpoint, it looks like there's, there's, uh, obviously a lot, a lot of members, uh, there's a lot of names on, on the website. It looks from all over the country as well, but, what does kind of that that structure kind of within the organization sort of look like from that from that perspective, kind of given those different things? Yeah, we are um, a group of athletes who are um, either locally competitive or uh, nationally competitive at all uh, at all distances uh, and and um, even uh, on different terrain. Um, there are a number of uh, women on our team who. Uh, have either qualified or are in, you know, working towards qualifying for an Olympic trials marathon. Uh, we have former, uh, collegiate athletes, uh, at the D one level, uh, in, and the D three level. Um, we have, um, a, uh, a former, uh, British, uh, national team, uh, athlete, uh, on the, the, uh, middle distance, uh, level. So, there's a ton of diversity uh, on the team in terms of their aspirations. And we also have some folks who uh, are, are looking for their first Boston qualifying marathon time um, or people who are looking to complete their first marathon or their first 50 K. Uh, I think that, you know, competition is, is one element, uh, but another aspect is community. And we're all united by a shared sense of purpose towards 
achieving performance and improvement, whatever that means for each and every one of us. Yeah, that's cool. And like you mentioned, kind of the the diverse backgrounds of everybody in that sense and kind of, you know, all having, you know, either varying uh, experiences in the past or, or new uh, big goals that they're that they're working towards. Um, and it sounds, you know, it sounds like definitely the right place for for someone like that as far as to, to get involved in, and find that that community to, um, you know, to to build and kind of further what they're they're trying to do. So, you know, obviously, the, the community aspect is is a lot of that, like, you uh, you know, I guess, are, are there different like meetups and that kind of stuff? Obviously, you know, there's, there's people from, from all over, but, you know, from, from the, um, you know, I guess on, in the event space or in person space, I guess might be a better word. How, how does that kind of look like as far as like kind of the organization goes and, and the community aspect of that in person, not just, um, you know, from talking to somebody across the country? Yeah, and I should clarify that, you know, if you check out our Meet the Team page on our website, roastcitytrack.com, you'll see people's uh, various, uh, you know, hometowns. Uh, everyone is located in Portland, but they are all from different uh, areas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we, we have a few satellite members, but the vast majority of uh, the team is here in Portland. And the, the weekly routine is very structured, and I think that's what makes Rose City Track Club special. Uh, we have a Wednesday uh, track workout. So today, as we speak, uh, I'm uh, I, I'm just uh, wrapping up a, uh, you know my my own track workout with the team, and we had an excellent uh, session uh, in the cold, uh, <laughs> uh, Portland weather that we're having. Um, we also have uh, strength training twice a week, um, runner specific guided by a professional at a, uh, at our therapy, physical therapy clinic, uh, partner, which is North Lake physical therapy here in Portland. We also have weekly public events, including a Friday, uh, social run that we call foodie Friday. And we rotate the location, um, all across Portland every week to different coffee shops. And that's open to the public. And, uh, we, you know, kind of use that as our opportunity to connect with uh, everyone in the community and celebrate the sport. Uh, we also have uh, weekly long runs um, on you know, on the weekend. And uh, every now and then uh, we open that long run up to the public as well and make it a, a communal event. That, that's cool. Kind of the, the different layers um with within that and so so i'm curious like from the you know people that are um not necessarily on the team or members or whatnot you know when you do those public events what is the i guess the um the the reaction i guess or um engagement from from kind of the public maybe it's just a casual runner that you know like you said kind of love loves the sport but not necessarily um you know training for the olympics or, or anything like that but kind of what I guess have you have you felt that like build you know the community outside and it sounds like it but I guess in what ways have you felt or seen it kind of build the, the community outside of just kind of the the Rose City um, track club I'll speak about from two perspectives one is the personal side and the other side is for the business owners um, I hear a lot from people who attend the weekly public runs Wow there's a community of people who are just like me. I'm not alone. 
Um, there's people who want to train with me at 6 a.m. in the morning uh, who are do- doing this activity that I can link up with. And um, it's, it's empowering for folks to know that there's uh, a, a, a place that they can go uh, with where other people share their, um, their perspective. And then we also hear from the coffee shop owners that uh, we frequent that, um, you know, this is uh, something that is a gift to them. Um, I think that there's power in numbers. And when we look at our ability to activate a space, um, that's something that's powerful. Um, And when we can bring 30 plus runners to a coffee shop, that's, that's um, important stuff uh, for, for our local economy. So I, I really think that it's more than just running. It's more than just community, but it's also about, um, you know, that the local economy. Yeah. And that's a, that that is an interesting um, perspective that, that makes total sense. Um, And I'm, you know, probably something that gets overlooked in a sense um, with, with some organizations, obviously not, not intentionally, but yeah, to your point, you know, supporting the local economy in that way and then growing that community. And then, you know, who knows, maybe, maybe two people that, you know, met up at one of those, those events, they, you know, they go for a run or do whatever, and then they meet back up at that coffee shop they met or or whatever. So it's kind of that recurring um, kind of give back in a sense and and community building. But, and and it sounds like there's, you know, quite a, quite a, uh, a lot of people that, that show up for those um, kind of within the community it's itself. And then, you know, I'm sure that's just kind of a huge or it's, you know, a, a huge trickle uh, trickle down effect from, you know, meeting new people, getting more people outside and then, uh, you know, the, them inviting their friend to come to the next one and so on and so forth. So, you know, it sounds like that impact is much larger than, you know, kind of those, those different goals, you know, within the team, which is, which is really cool to hear. Absolutely. Um, and I think especially as we're tr- communities across the country are bouncing back from the pandemic, uh, th- it's important for us to gather in person. And you hear a lot about, you know, I, I, I in my day job, I uh, am a public servant. Um, I am a spokesman for Multnomah County. Um, and I think about third places, you know, that place that's outside of uh, our home or our work. Um, that people can gather at. And I think that we're creating a third space for people in our community. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's really cool and really, really special um, in that sense as well. Um, and then another thing that you mentioned on, on the website is kind of, you know, creating the accessibility for people of all, all abilities to, to kind of get out and experience that. Um, can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, I think that one way that we achieve that is through our annual uh, event uh, called uh, Rose City Mile. And uh, it takes place in June and it's a track uh, event that's open to anyone and everyone. Um, we, uh, you know, have multiple heats uh, for different uh, abilities. Um, we have uh, all age ranges from, you know, young kids to masters athletes. And we even have, uh, a, a, like in this last year, we threw a collaboration with another running organization here, uh, Portland track, 
we were able to bring professional athletes uh, to this event. And uh, we, we had an event in which uh, there was, uh, you know, a gold, Olympic gold medalist, Safan Hassan running on the track uh, <laughs> with alongside other amateur athletes, you know, so running is a sport where you can share the course with the best athletes in the world. And it's not like you can play a pickup basketball game with LeBron James or, you know, share the golf course with, uh, Tiger Woods. Uh, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's unique in that way. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's cool. And I'm sure, you know, that, that also, you know, one that the exposure to those different people, but also, uh, you know, as far as like the professional athletes and stuff go, but, you know, showing that, Hey, this can, if, if this community can, uh, as in the running community can kind of make this work for everybody, no matter their ability, you know, why can't this work for, you know, mountain biking or rock climbing or whatever other outdoor activity or business or whatnot. So I'm sure that's a huge, um, kind of encouragement and sort of push in a sense to, um, other organizations, businesses, and, and individuals within the area to kind of think about things differently. Um, so it's really cool to hear that, that you, you all have that and kind of offer it in that sense. Um, cause I, you know, I think that's super important. And we talk with a lot of, um, various uh, outdoor nonprofits to kind of, um, really focus on the accessibility, um, aspect of, of the outside and, and getting outdoors. So that's, uh, that's great. So, you know, we kind of covered, um, you know, the different, uh, you know, kind of the community, the team, everything like that, kind of the accessibility aspect of it. Is there, is there anything that I might've overlooked as far as what to ask about, um, you know, kind of what seems to be this, this vast, uh, community? You know, I, as I reflect on this team, you know, a uh, hundred people, it's a lot of people, uh, for, yeah. for, for a team. Uh, to, but I think as we've scaled up, it feels smaller than ever. So I, I I'm kind of constantly in awe of, you know, of the culture that, that has been cultivated. And I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking about how can we keep the team feeling like a small close knit team while, you know, not, uh, you know, well, I, and not growing for the sake of growth, you know, growing, growing in a sustainable way and also keeping this, uh, open to the other, you know, to other members of the community, uh, to continue engaging with us. Um, I think, uh, I, I'm always reading about, uh, you know, social trends and, um, what's going on in our country. And I read about America's, uh, loneliness epidemic. Uh, and I know that our, um, you know, surgeon general has, uh, declared, uh, you know, loneliness as a public health crisis. And as I think about that, I think it's so important for us to have groups and, and places and spaces that bring together people of different backgrounds um, who might not otherwise have a connection and give them an opportunity to, um, to build that uh, connection together. And I'm grateful that you know, we have a, a place where people can, um, can remain social and, and to, to connect with each other and to, to walk away feeling like they're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's huge. And especially, you know, as you mentioned, you know, as, as the growth happens, um, not that it's about the growth, but figuring out how to create 
and keep keep that that aspect of it like you said um you know the groups making you feel not alone all of that stuff so and that kind of brings me to you know a question i always like to ask our guests which is kind of one piece of advice that they can take away um you know obviously you know you you being in in a in a larger kind of organization running community um you know over 100 members that kind of stuff um you know a lot of that foundation was was already built but you know maybe it's it's someone in or or maybe there's a group of people that are i don't know out in virginia or missouri or or wherever a smaller smaller town that doesn't really have that that community built already what i guess what would your advice to be to kind of help create that connectivity and build that community kind of in the way that that you all have done over the years and as you're looking to continue to do like what what do you think is kind of the most important kind of aspect or or piece of advice that they could do that to actually you know create something meaningful that's not only meaningful for them but the other individuals within the community the businesses kind of all those different layers that that we spoke about humans evolve to be in motion together um move every day and look for other people who are practicing movement in their daily lives and build a connection over that. Um, I, I think that uh, when, yeah, in this day and age, we're so uh, connected to our devices, we're connected to uh, our screens, technology, and we're also inside more than ever. Um, so I think that we all need to make a conscious effort to go outside more often and to look for other people who are already uh, practicing this uh, as part of their daily routine and share this together. Because when you're running side by side with somebody, that is, uh, I, I think, one of the greatest ways to be, um, you know, in a in motion, in a rhythm with um, with somebody else. And that's how connections are formed. And I, I just think it kind of scratches uh, an itch that we have always evolved with. Um, and I've never come away from a run, f- you know, regretting uh, doing the activity. I've never felt like a run with somebody else wasn't worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I, I love that. I think that's that's an excellent uh, kind of piece of advice. And and to that point, where... Um, where can people find you online, um, you know, to look at your different community events, if they're in the area, kind of check out more what, what you all are into. So, uh, they can check us out at rosecitytrack.com or they can visit us on our Instagram page, which is Rose City Track. Um, we post, uh, our, uh, weekly event locations. Um, and, uh, we're constantly uh, updating uh, the community with what's going on. So again, that's rosecitytrack.com or at rosecitytrack on Instagram. Awesome. Everyone, definitely make sure you check them out. A um, lot, lot of good stuff going on there and, and a lot of uh, intentional stuff outside of just running, as, as we mentioned too, um, which, is, which is really cool to hear that and how that's grown over the years. But uh, Ryan, I appreciate you coming on to kind of share your story, what you all are doing at, um, at Rose City Track Club and everything. Um, And I wish you all the best. Thank you, Jeremy. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening. And hey, if you've made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion. Until next time.